faith, family, freedom. It all still matters here. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Is your child getting addicted to video games? And I mean addicted in the actual medical sort of sense. Now, if you're worried about that, we've got some advice for you in just a few minutes. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us here on American Viewpoints. You know, as we've uh, discussed this hour, there have been a lot of big news stories this week, but one of the most important stories may have gotten kind of buried when it comes to headlines in the coverage of Syria and the race for president and other stories. And those are certainly big stories that deserve a lot of attention. But this story may have slipped under the radar for you. Federal authorities say they have taken down a major child pornography operation. It was actually based in South Korea and doing business in America via the dark web or dark net, however you want to say it. And here's what that is. Um, When you're on the Internet, what you're able to Google and look up is just a tiny percentage of what's actually online. Everything from your bank transactions in order to protect them are on what's called the dark web. And there's also a lot of illegal and absolutely horrible stuff that's on the dark web as well. But most financial transactions and and things that need to be encrypted and protected, government uh, operations, military communications, things like that, that's all on something called the dark web. And so the dark web isn't necessarily good or bad in and of itself. It's just where a lot of things happen that we would like to know about so we can stop it. And this is one of them. The welcome to video operation had over 200,000 videos of children being sexually abused, 200,000 videos. Some of the children in the videos are toddlers. Literally, this is just the worst of the worst. But an interesting part of the story, the IRS was able to break through the anonymity of Bitcoin to track the purchases and find both Jong Woo Sun, who operated it, and over 300 buyers of his videos. And for many people, blockchain is the currency that they want, and this includes Bitcoin, by the way, because it's generally anonymous and because it's hard to track. Now, wanting to be anonymous does not mean that you're doing anything nefarious. A lot of people just may want your privacy. Nothing wrong with that in and of itself. But still, this isn't just about breaking up an evil operation like uh, child pornography. This news is interesting because it's also possibly a big change to the whole cyber currency concept now that a government has figured out how to track it. So is that aspect of this a good thing. We all agree that breaking up a child pornography ring is a great thing, but is government figuring out how to track cyber currency a good thing? Well, I'm going to leave that up to you to decide. In other news, should you have to take a drug test before getting on unemployment and getting an unemployment benefit check? Well, depending on where you live, that could be a requirement. Here's the story from Public News Services' Roz Brown. The Trump administration has approved a new regulation allowing states to include drug testing as a condition for anyone receiving unemployment benefits. Generally, workers can collect unemployment if they've lost their jobs by no fault of their own and meet other eligibility criteria. Michelle Evermore with the National Employment Law Project points out that the low unemployment rate means businesses already are paying less in unemployment benefits. She calls the regulation an expensive solution in search of a problem. I think at the end of the day what this rule is about is just 
just making it harder to get benefits. And it's a not so subtle attack on the character of unemployed workers who, by definition, are involuntarily unemployed. Evermore adds if the economy cools down and states that implement drug testing, local business could suffer because every dollar spent during the height of a recession generates a dollar and 60 cents in economic activity. Iowa is one of eight states that doesn't require a waiting period for unemployed workers to qualify for benefits, although legislation was introduced last session to try to overturn that. With more states decriminalizing marijuana, opponents of the new regulation fear fewer workers may apply for jobs that require drug screening. Evermore says states that adopt the drug testing requirements could create unnecessary hurdles for people who've lost their jobs. I don't really get the sense that people are that overly concerned that somebody might have some marijuana and then get an unemployment check. I honestly don't think that that's a public interest concern that very many people share. Iowa's attempt to make workers wait to collect unemployment was one of 170 laws introduced in multiple states this year to alter unemployment benefits. The new regulation comes at a time when more Iowans than ever are working. The state's unemployment rate of 2.5 percent is among the lowest in the nation. Mississippi, Texas, and Wisconsin had enacted drug testing laws that were put on hold while the regulation was pending. For Public News Service, I'm Roz Brown. Let's talk uh, health for a couple of minutes. Many of us have had some kind of surgery. I know I have, and almost everybody that I know has. But do you ever wonder if that whole don't eat before surgery rule is actually a big deal. Well, yeah, it is, it turns out. Even if the operation is, medically speaking, a minor one, you still need to follow the pre-surgery instructions. And that's because it's not about the actual surgery on your arm or your leg, or in my case, your shoulder. It's about the anesthesia's effect on your entire body. Dana Sparks from the Mayo Clinic explains. There's a lot that goes into ensuring someone is ready to safely undergo surgery with anesthesia, and it starts long before they're brought into the operating room. Patients should definitely be honest about their medical history when preparing for surgery. Anesthesia is generally very safe. There can still be inherent risks, which is why patients themselves should be proactive with their medical care. Follow whatever recommendations a surgeon lays out. Sometimes that can involve taking certain medications in preparation for surgery. Sometimes that can involve going to physical therapy. Then there's the no food before surgery rule. It's important not to eat anything eight hours prior to your scheduled procedure because there is an inherent risk of having any of those food contents accidentally come up into the throat and thereafter go into the lung area. There are occasions when they would delay or even cancel procedures if patients don't follow that instruction. For the Mayo Clinic News Network, I'm Dana Sparks. I was a kid when Pong and Atari 2600 hit the market. You remember that? What a craze that was. I couldn't believe it when I got an Atari 2600 for Christmas one year when I was in grade school. I loved playing games like Asteroids and Space Invaders, and there was a baseball game I really liked, and the original game was Combat. And when you compare the the graphics and the complexity to what's out there now in video games... It just seems like a whole different world. The games today are a lot better, of course, in terms of imagery and difficulty, uh, and even the fact that you can connect with other people around the world and compete against them. Some of the top YouTube personalities and top moneymakers on YouTube are video game players because other people want to watch them play 
and get tips on how to be better themselves. And that makes no sense to me whatsoever, but I digress. Are these games today addictive? I'd argue that, and there is research that agrees with me, that yeah, kids can be addicted to screens and video games. Now listen, don't roll your eyes and say, oh, just those kids these days, they'll grow out of it. Take this seriously. Mark Merrill has some advice for parents who are maybe worried that their kids are getting addicted to screens and especially to video games. Is your child on the brink of becoming addicted to video games? I'm Mark Merrill with today's Family Minute. Many kids would rather stare at a screen than stare at the pages of a book. And when playing video games becomes obsessive and all-consuming, then problems will soon follow. The signs for addiction are obvious. It's the eight-year-old who has a meltdown when he's told to put away his iPad. It's the teenager who lets his grades slip because he can't turn off the Xbox. To help control this growing issue, here are ways to keep your child from becoming addicted to video games. First, set time limits for playing and stick to them. Second, take the video games away if your child disobeys the house rules. Third, make sure they're in some kind of sport or other physical activity. Remember, your family first. Hey, be sure to connect with us on social media. Next time you are on Facebook, just look up American Viewpoints and like the page. And I'd love to connect with you on Twitter as well, at M. Ferguson Media. Thanks so much for spending part of your weekend with us. I'm Mike Ferguson. This has been American Viewpoints. Liberal, conservative, moderate, libertarian. However you see the issues, your opinion is welcome here. Join the American Viewpoints community on Facebook. This is the story of a very special woman. Just a few knew about her superpowers. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her Mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. At the Show Me Institute, our motto is where liberty comes first. Liberty means making your own decisions, taking responsibility for your actions. Too often, government gets in the way. Why not more school choice for parents and students, and fewer government handouts to corporations and developers? Liberty means a healthcare system designed to help patients, not insurance companies. And lowering taxes so Missourians can do more with their money. Join us in the push for liberty at showmeinstitute.org.